Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Comic Source Podcast. I'm your host, Chase. This is a creator-owned spotlight. We're here today to talk about a campaign that just went live on Zoop today. If you're listening to this, uh, the first day it was released, October 11th. The campaign is for a project called Faceless and the Family, and I have the creator, Matt Lesniewski, joining me. Matt, thanks for taking the time. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, I got to uh, check out a a preview copy of this uh, this project, this book, this title. Uh, fascinating beginning. Why don't you give everybody the elevator pitch and let them know what it's uh, what it's all about? Okay, so it's um, when I was writing it and coming up with it, um, there was this one statement or one sentence that kind of I felt perfectly encapsulated it without giving anything away. And if possible, I would just, I would have that out there and that would, that would be it. But I know I have to convince people, but uh, the, the statement or whatever was a group of misfits form a family. That's it. Um, But to go into a little more detail, it's, um, it's essentially a group of these odd misfit characters on the outskirts of regular society in all different scenarios and over the course of the story, they come together and form this group. Um, and that's how they relate to one another. But, um, it's mainly centered around the main character, uh, faceless. And, um, so each character, you can think of it like its own wizard of Oz, but, um, its own thing because each character they're, they're all going on this journey but they're all looking for one thing. Like you've got the main character faceless. He's looking for um, facial reconstructive surgery. And um, is this video or just, uh, it's just audio, just audio. Okay. Well um, online, I've got a picture of uh, the hand planet and that's the setting for the, for the story. And they're traveling all the way to um, pinky town Essentially, they're on a planet that it's a hand and there's more of a backstory to it, but each finger is its own city and they're guarded off by ring borders and um, uh, like security guards. So you can't just go in. You need to be either invited or you need to work there or you need to be delivering something. You can't just go in. So even if they make it there, it's going to be tough to even get into the city. So it's, it's just such a long, um, you know, trek, but, um, yeah, to make it, there's more to it, but to make it simple, it's essentially, you got these four kind of characters that are just, they're on the outside of normalcy and they happen to run across each other, form this family and, each one is looking for one thing. I guess that's the simplest way to. Yeah. And so here's, here's the thing, everybody, like I I highly encourage you to go over to, uh, to the campaign page on Zoop. There's a link in the show notes or just go to zoop.gg and look for faceless in the family and click on it and just check, check out the art, check out the examples of the art. Matt's art is incredible. It's so detailed. It kind of reminds me of, Gary Larson's art in a way, you know, the far side cartoons, you know, super famous. Everybody remembers those one panel. 
but but this is those you know kind of that style but but telling a story right it's like super detailed um i got a little bit of will eisner vibes even with like when the the name of the gang and you read the story you'll know what i'm talking about it's kind of hidden in the art there and this is a very fantastical world a very strange world and it certainly suits the characters that you've created here so you, you came up with this concept of these misfits coming together to sort of you know form a family and i i know we as humans we're kind of social creatures and and you know we crave uh, the companionship of others um so let me ask you in this strange world because i think that's a, a really cool concept having a planet shaped like a hand finger cities the rings, you know, you think about wearing a ring on your finger and it blocks and protects these cities. Did you come up with the idea of, of the world first and then the characters or was it the characters first or was it simultaneous? Talk to us a little bit about the development process. So I was writing, um, I was writing another comic actually, probably about a year before this one. And um, oh yeah, that, that the world popped in my head. I don't know how, but it pretty much, maybe I was looking at my hand. I don't know, but it popped in my, it popped in my head and then, but it didn't fit that story. So I set it aside. And then I think when I was coming up with this story, um, I, I remembered it. I'm like, I have to use that at some point. And it fit this, like it just matched. So um, yeah, it was, it was from a, a while ago, but I just, it didn't make sense with that other story. Um, like I said, it, yeah, it suits, it suits this story very well and kind of the quirkiness of the, of the characters. They're also unique and, you know, you describe them as, as misfits. I think we all have things about us that are kind of weird and, and mysterious. So uh, the characters that we met, uh, I mean, we see, I think all four in the first issue, but we, we kind of meet two of them, you know, a little more intimately than the others. Um, but there's always a relatability, I think, when people are just sort of weird. And sometimes you just want, you know, as much as I was, uh, that we crave companionship, like I was saying, there's a part of us that's kind of, you know, embarrassed. Sometimes you just want to be alone or, um, you know, kind of shut the world out. How, and certainly we all had a lot of that in, in recent history with the lockdown and whatnot. How much did the the pandemic um, kind of influence this idea, this story of, of being isolated? Hmm. If anything, it, it just kind of, um, it, it, it added that relatability for everyone because <laughs> before this, I was already kind of a loner type or right. you know, spending so much time alone, you know, drawing, writing, doing all the stuff uh, that I, maybe I'd be afraid to put this story out there. Like, who can even relate to this? But now everyone's had that experience, you know, um, so if anything, it's, it's, it's helped in that way. It, if that makes sense. No, I, um, yeah, that, yeah, that makes a, a lot of sense. And, and yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of how it popped into my head as I was reading it. Um, you know, one of the characters is talking about, you know, having been isolated and feeling like he kind of needs to get out there in the world and that, yeah, that's something, I mean, if you're an introvert, that's something you always struggle with. And especially you, yeah. you'll, you'll relate to this as a, a creator, you know, you said right off the top, it's like, you don't want to have to, give away because you want people to read the story and experience it for themselves, but in a way you got to sell it. Like as a freelance cartoonist, that sort of is the same model for all your work, right? Like I know so many creators that are like, 
And I'm an introvert by nature, but I have to go to like these comic conventions and sort of sell myself, sell my work to kind of get it out there and get people interested. But there's a mental toll to be paid. Oh yeah. It's that's, that's honestly the hardest part. I mean, if I can do, I can do the, uh, the drawing part all day and just shut the world out and it's like an escape. Um, but the, you know, it's not that I don't like people. It's just, it's not my strength right. uh, doing interviews or, um, you know, I just, uh, someone, uh, someone uh, was going to be at New York Comic Con. He had a table and he couldn't make it, but he, uh, he asked me if I wanted the table and like, I mean, it's hard to turn it down, but right. <laughs> I, I did the show before, but I don't know. It's just, yeah, that, that's the, that's the tough part for me. Like I, now I would say, um, more recently, um, I'm the thing that fascinates me most. It's, it's, it's no longer the artistic side of things. It's the promotional, um, you know, the people who managed to grow this hardcore fan base and I'm more fascinated with that. And that's kind of my, you know, that's what I've been thinking about more than anything could, because you can be the best artist in the world, but if no one knows, then no one knows. <laughs> right. And yeah. So I'm, I kind of take notes with that. I'm more impressed with that. I should say that's, you know, the, of course there are artists that blow me away and, but it's, it's not this magical thing that I can't make sense of because I'm already an artist myself. So I can kind of, my mind's already there. It, but the whole, you know, marketing and growing a fan base and all that stuff, it, it, it's completely out of my, you know, it's out of my wheelhouse. So yeah, it, <laughs> I didn't know going into this, that that would be, I always, from the beginning, I thought, Oh, we'll just get really good. And then all the people would just come to me. Right. Stupidly. That's what I thought. But you know, that's, that's just not, the, not the case. Well, I mean, there, but there is something to be said for that. I mean, again, the, the quality of your work, the line work, the texture, um, you know, the way you spot your blacks. I mean, it, it is gorgeous to look at. Uh, and that, that's why I, I encourage everybody just, just go. Yes. It's a weird story. Yes. It's relatable. Yes. It's an interesting start with this first chapter, but the thing is you're not going to know unless you, if you have any interest in this, unless you go and, and click on it, just go click on the page and look at the art um, because it's, it, it, it's amazing and it draws you in. So, yeah, I mean, there is something to be said for that, but yeah, we do got to get eyes on it. We do have to get people to look at it. So I'll take this opportunity to remind everybody, even if you go and you click on the link and you think it's not for you, or it just sounds too weird, or maybe you want to join the campaign, but you just don't have the means right now. Best way you can help out Matt is to share it on social media. Uh, even if you yourself are not interested, get it out there. Let's get this in front of as many eyes as possible, because it really is a, an interesting start. Um, and going back to what you said about kind of, um, you know, the hard part being marketing yourself and, and getting this out there. Let's talk a little bit about you know, the reason to tell this story now and have it on the Zoop platform. I mean, do you find it cathartic to kind of get your own uh, emotions and things you're working through out into the story? Do you think this is just, uh, the story just has a message that's, that's relatable that everybody should be reminded of? 
like talk to us a little bit about kind of the the thought or the emotion behind putting this workout. Um, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is, it is, um, it is personal, you know, I mean, it's in some sense, it is a story also, you know, certain things are exaggerated. Some things are completely made up something, but a lot of it is, it's coming from me. And, um, it is, uh, you know, therapeutic to some extent it is, um, you know, it, it feels, um, it's fulfilling to, to do this stuff. So even if, even if I didn't make any money from this, I I would still do it. It's, you know, um, but, um, uh, I forgot your original. Well, I mean, when, when you, when you're, you're creating this, obviously, you know, it's very personal. It comes from you. You're creating this whole cloth. It's not based on anything. This isn't, you know, licensed. There's nothing. These characters haven't existed before. So as you're creating it, you know, it is personal. It's coming from, you know, your own experiences. But what, what do you, what's the reaction that you hope other people have? Like, what do you feel like it's, it might bring to them, um, you know, when they bring, like, as a reader, I'm bringing my own experiences, obviously, and I'm reading it and I'm thinking times in my life when I've been isolated or I haven't wanted to interact with people, but, you know, I took that plunge or I took that risk, um, you know, I especially go back to like coming of age stories, high school, you know, we're all kind of shy and embarrassed at times. Um, and so that's where I'm coming at it. And I, there's value there for me as a reader, right. With my own experiences. I mean, is that what you're hoping to elicit like that emotion, that connection with the reader through shared experience? Yeah. I mean, if anything, yeah. I mean, I never, I never try to, it's not like an agenda or it's not like a, right. uh, if you don't get this, you're wrong. It, mm-hmm. It's not about that for me. It's always, I put everything into this and whatever resonates with you, if, if anything at all, that's not wrong. It's, it's, that's always kind of my thing. Like, you know, there are certain stories, which are also, I also like where it's, there is a, I think the writer has a defined um, theme or a defined message they're trying to convey. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's, it's very calculated and it's, you know, I don't know. I, I, part of it is, I think I'm just not that skilled of a writer to even (laughs) do that. I'm more of an artist, but, and I can write for myself, but to do that type of thing, it's also, it just doesn't interest me. It doesn't interest me to, Hey, I have this thing to say, and I'm really trying to get that in your head or, you know, I'm, I'm right about this. Now let me prove why I'm right about it. It, That's never, I I just, my personality isn't like that either. So it just doesn't make sense to do it that way. I'm just kind of, there are, I mean, I guess there are messages in there for sure, but I, I guess, yeah, if, if anything, it's just the relatability. It's, it's, if anything, it's, maybe there's one of the characters you relate to and feel like, Hey, all right, I'm not the only one who thought that before. I'm not the only one who, you know, has that story or, you know, something like that, but it's, it's never, I don't know. It's kind of a boring answer, but it's never a a direct, like I have a map and I'm. (laughs) Right. Trying to get us as readers from, from A to B. Right. Never that. Never that. Yeah. I think it goes back to something you said before about, you know, even if 
even if you didn't make any money on this, even if you weren't, you know, selling it or commercializing it or, or trying to share it with others, you would still would create this. So yeah. I think there's, a, you know, not to sound too pretentious or anything, but I think there's a, there's an int- integrity to that. And I think it comes through in the work that, you know, the, it's like you're passionate about the work, you're passionate about the story that you're telling and and even more so the artwork, you know, the the sequential storytelling, the visual storytelling aspect of it. And I think, mm-hmm. like I said, that comes through in the work that, you know, you're putting a lot of yourself into this. And then the idea of sharing it and putting it out in the world is always a little scary as a creator, right? You're it's it's yeah. pretty it's pretty terrifying right yeah because they, you never they know can, they yeah. can laugh at this they could right. uh, tear it apart they could no one could even want it you know it's and you just put everything in it <laughs> and uh yeah yeah and you have no idea how how people are going to react so uh again i mean I, I i think that comes through in the work that it it kind of stands on its own. Uh, and it is so interesting. And again, just going back to the amazing visuals, I mean, I mean, you must, it, it certainly seems like you get, you really put a lot of yourself in this world and you kind of got, got lost in the details. Um, like talk to us about the visual design of, of the world. Like, did, was it just, Hey, I'm going to try this and see if it works visually. Uh, and do, do you work traditionally? Do you work digitally? Like t- talk us through the the process of actually getting that world down on, on, I say paper, but, you know, it could have been digital. Yeah. It's, yeah. I work on, uh, I mean, people aren't seeing this, but I've got, you know, I've got the regular, uh, you know, standard comic book size pages and I work with um, uh, 90% micron pens. They're like these little ink pen things. Um, I just prefer that because um, it kind of connects me to my childhood. I've been drawing since I was a little kid and it just kind of reminds me of that. And I said this in a previous interview, but um, you're spending all this time doing it. And of course you enjoy it, but you, you know, it, it's not always what you want to be doing, even if it's the thing you love. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you need any little thing to help you convince yourself that this is an enjoyable thing that's making it sound like it's torture. It's not, it's, (laughs) I really do enjoy it. But the point I'm making is the more, um, this is actually my second interview today. So I'm a little, I'm a little fried. Um, It's um, anything, any little trick you can do to make it enjoyable for you. Right. Do that. Um, But when it comes to, putting it up, put, you know, creating it. Um, for me, it's all about, um, I don't know about anybody else, but I, even with just drawings, not even comics, I visualize it first. So like, I'm, if I can't see it in my head and that does happen sometimes, but usually every scene in this, I, before I wrote it and I write a full script for myself, um, I'm, seeing the whole thing. Otherwise I, I, I don't have anything to go off of. I'm not mm. just making it up. Like, I mean, there is some of that in like, let's say I'm doing a part of a city. There's a lot of freedom there to, all right, this shop, I'm going to make it a, you know, a hat store <laughs> and then I can completely design it however I want and have fun with that. And it's spontaneous. And hopefully that comes off to people reading it. 
Um, but at the same time, I don't, I don't, um, I plan enough so that I have a blueprint or, or some sort of loose guideline to go off of. Like I've got, you know, character sketches and I've got, I really only had the one sketch of the hand planet, which is the whole world. Right. But, um, but yeah, like most of it's in my head and I like to just, cause again, like I said, it goes back to my childhood. Even when I wasn't drawing, when I talk about embarrassing, I would, <laughs> I'd be alone in my room with the door closed and I'd be just, I, I wonder if kids do this anymore. I just, I would use my imagination. So in a way I was storytelling just by myself <laughs> and right. I was imagining these things or I'd have action figures and I'd play out these scenarios. And so it's, I feel like I've been building that muscle <laughs> or it's, it's in there and that's part of my process. Even before I write the story, I'm pacing around and I'm kind of like, Oh, what if this happens? Okay. Then there's this roadblock. How do I make sense of that? How do I get from this point to that point? Um, and then once, I mean, it's step by step, but once I have a lot of that figured out and it's written, then I can draw it. Then it's, but even from there, there's, there's steps where it's like, all right, how's this panel really going to work? What's the perspective going to look like? And it's, I don't know. It's, it, it's a whole thing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't so know if that's you, a good answer, but. No, that's, that, that, that's a, that's a great answer. And yeah, I mean, I used to do that. I mean, I'm not a, a creator, but yeah, I, I, I can remember, you know, building worlds in, in my imagination <laughs> as well as a kid. And I, yeah, I think there's a lot to be said for that. Uh, there's, I'm sure there's kids that still, that still do that and, you know, more power to them. They're the, they're, they're the creators of tomorrow. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned, you know, once it's written, you, you can kind of get started. Do you have an idea? Do you work from an outline? Do you write yourself a full script? Like how does that uh, part of it work? Um, yeah. I, after I'm done doing my imaginary <laughs> thing and I'm just, sometimes I'll be, I'll just be sitting around just thinking about it endlessly. Mm -hmm. Like what makes sense? What doesn't make sense? What can I fool people into thinking makes sense with the art? Because mm -hmm. that's, that's part of it. it. All of this is an illusion. It's all kind of tricking people into thinking, not that it's real, but it's, you know, you, you're just taking them along on this experience. Hopefully right. they, they, they're willing to go along with it. Um, but I, I will, after I, I've done that, I just, you know, kind of vomit everything down in text. No organization needed. It's, it's purely just in, in my phone, I'll have um, the notes, the notes app. Mm -hmm. I'm just writing all different things. I'll even with this one specifically, I had um, a lot of the dialogue. Um, I wanted it to be purposely simple, but with few words, I was able to make an impact. That's maybe I shouldn't say that because then people might rip it apart and be, ah, this is stupid. Or, no, no, I, I get, yeah, I get what you're saying because, you know, you mentioned it before where each of the characters is kind of after one, one thing. So it's not mm. that they're simple characters, but there's, there's like a cleanliness to each character. You know, they're sort of refined. Yeah. They each sort of have their own lane. Yeah. Uh, and I think the way the dialogue, the scripting is, is, is very good because it, it clearly defines, you know, right away what it is that they're each after. 
after the first, or like two of them anyway, after the first issue. Yeah. So I I get exactly what you're saying. It's not to say it's simplified or, um, or, you know, simple, but it's, I think it's just very refined is the best word I think to use. I mean, that's, I'm glad to hear that because I mean, not that many people have read this or they've read it, but they haven't, they haven't necessarily touched on that, but that was an intentional thing where, and you'll, you'll see it more also in like the second and third issue. I know you didn't, you didn't get those, but I would throughout the process of just thinking about it, I would have like a line would just come to me and -hmm. I would just jot that down. Like, Oh, that fits this character. I know they're not going to have that moment yet, but that will, I can envision where when we get to this point that they're going to say this and it all kind of builds their character. And it's a way of, you know, letting, letting you know um, who they are. So yeah, the, the other aspect of that, I think is there's an innocence at least to the first couple of characters um, to start. And so I'm, I'm curious about that as well, you know, as the story goes on, and they gain more experience, you know, they try to get into the finger cities or, or whatever happens, you know, do they, you know, through their experiences kind of, kind of learn, you know, become a little world weary perhaps um, because they have been a little bit sheltered. You know, we mentioned the, the isolation mm-hmm. that they've uh, they've been experiencing. So that's something to, uh, to think about as well. Definitely. Um, uh, yeah. So you mentioned, you know, subsequent issues, the, a campaign that's going on right now, is that just for the, the first issue? Talk to us a little bit about the structure, how many issues, like if you have, uh, you know, if this, provided this is successful, we hope that it is, how you kind of envision um, the process, the project uh, going forward? Um, so it's going to be a five-chapter black and white graphic novel, soft cover, and probably a little bit uh, larger than um, standard comic book size. So you can see some of that art a little bit better. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I put so much time into it. So it's like, I would like to, you know, let people see it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. But then uh, if it's a success, um, possibly doing another campaign to make it full color or um, a publisher might want it. Um but I've got, I've got already ideas for a second volume. Um, so the world, this is just kind of the, really, this is just the start. Like, this is like the first movie, like right. <laughs> it, a lot of it's just setting up the, the, the family. That's kind of what it is. I mean, they're going, they're going through struggles and there's, there's going to be problems that they're going to have to overcome. But in largely when you get to the end, you're going to, Oh, okay. I get this. Hopefully mm-hmm. that's, that's what people will pick up on and be like, okay, I want more now. Right. Yeah. That's the hope. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm in, I'll definitely be joining. And I I should tell everybody in the interest of full disclosure, we're, we're recording this a few, uh, a few days before it goes live. So the page is not live yet, but when, by the time this is released, the page will be live. All the links will be in the show notes. As I said, please share it on, on social media, whether you join the campaign or not, as I, as I mentioned, uh, but the reason I bring that up is, um, are, are you aware, Matt, do you know some of the tiers that you're going to be offering some of the extra rewards beyond just getting the graphic novel? Actually, yes, they're right here. Um, I'm looking at them. <laughs> uh, you've got, th- there's different versions of the, of the main book. You've got digital, you've got the regular book, 
you've got a signed book, you've got a remarked book, which is just a little sketch inside. Then there's also going to be an issue number one that's just its own number one, like a collectible thing. It's got a different cover. Um, you know, some people like that. And there's a variant cover from a special artist. Hasn't been announced yet, but you'll, you'll see it on there. Um, then we've got, um, oh, um, the original art. That will be a big part of the campaign. Um, there'll probably be maybe it hasn't been um, nailed down yet, but probably, I don't know, five, five key pieces that are in the actual campaign on their own. And then there'll be a free reward where it's basically an invite to this live stream. And it's going to be kind of like an art show with my um, art rep, uh, Inky Knuckles comic art. So he's going to be handling that side of things. And um, one of us is going to be, you know, showing the pages and I don't know exactly how it's going to go, but yeah, there's like an art show attached to it. And then um, commissions. If anyone likes my commissions, we've got a limited amount, a limited amount of those. Um, there's going to be some prints. You've got uh a couple of my older books, if you haven't gotten them before, this is a chance to get those as well. Signed and remarked. Um, and we've got a 3D figure as well. Um, probably that's going to be pretty limited. Um, but yeah, for the most part, that's, that's everything. It's mainly about the book, but we've got some other, other, so People want the book and people are into original art. This is definitely one, definitely one you're going to want to look out for. Um, and like I said, if, if, um, if you can't afford it right now, I totally understand, but maybe you can spread the word. You know, I appreciate that. We've also got, uh, there's a tip jar. Maybe you can give me a dollar, you know, it's, it, everything adds up. It, it's, it's all appreciated. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, so is the book completed? Like, what are we talking about for, for timeline? Like, as soon as the campaign's over, will it be sent off to be printed? Is it already printed? Like, where are you at in terms of actually creating this thing? Actually, it's it's not done yet, but I'm, I just finished the third issue, the, the third chapter. So we've got two more. Um, the reason why is um, I actually did have a publisher before, and that's a whole saga, but long story short, um, back when I was first coming up with this, I pitched it to a big company. They turned it down. A few months later, I got in touch with an imprint at the same company and they approved it. I signed an agreement and I've been spending this whole year working on it. Mm -hmm. Out of nowhere, I get an email saying, yeah, um, this can't happen anymore because the bigger company found out this was once turned down. So now if this backdoor route that you took gets out there, other people will try that. So we can't allow that. So I basically got booted out and I'm like, well, now what I do, right? Now what do I do? So now, you know what? I'll just do it on my own. I'll crowdfund it. 
you can support me directly. And I, that's where I was in the process. So, and it was just kind of after I got booted out, it's, I invested all this time and effort and it's just, the project is floating in the ether. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, let me get this crowdfunded and just be upfront about it. Like, this is the deal. This is the situation. I'm, I've already got it all written too. That's the other thing. It's all fully scripted. All I need to do is um, uh, draw the last two issues. So I'm, and I'm full, fully, other than um, promoting the campaign, I'm fully focused on that. Like there's nothing else. Like I said, commissions are a part of this, but that's not until the end. Right. So it's just got the two issues left. So you're hoping to ship before the end of the year or early 2023? Uh, it'll be a little longer than that. Probably just to be honest, because I'm spending longer than ever on this book, but that was a choice at the beginning. Like, let me, well, to answer it, it's probably January. That's what I'll say. Pro gotcha. So like two months an issue. Um, but yeah, the, just go look at the art, everybody, and you'll understand why. Yeah, you'll see why. <laughs> yeah. It's not me being lazy or it just, it's impossible to do it any quicker than that. Right, yeah. It's, um, yeah, the art is amazing. And that, that's the other part, too, that, you know, when you you held up, again, again, I know you guys can't see, but Matt held up a, you know, 11 and a half by 17 page that was had a couple panels done. The fact that you're doing it physically, and and I, again, I don't begrudge any artist who, draws digitally because it saves so much time, especially those that have, you know, kids and families and, you know, other interests besides just drawing um, it. Digital does save time, but, and it always, it, it kind of hurts my heart as a lifetime comic book reader to know that there are comics, there's amazing comic book art out there that there isn't an original page for, even if I don't own it, just knowing that it's out there. Yeah. You know? So it, it, it does warm my heart to know that, that you work traditionally still and that there are going to be original pages available. I mean, that's, that's just incredible. And that's, that's part of what got me in it, into it is uh, from the beginning back when, you know, I was a little kid and I first was looking at comics, even at, at that young age, I knew, Hey, this is a drawing, right? Clearly someone is drawing this. Maybe that can be me. And it, there's a little hope that you just have to hold on to. <laughs> and you know that childlike dream you have to hope it doesn't get crushed by the time you're the age yeah. where you can actually attempt do it yeah you're going through life and there's all these you know trials and tribulations and it most people it just understand yeah, it's easy to yeah it's easy to, being a comic artist is so hard to do it's an easy dream to give up on because there's so many yeah. obstacles, honestly. So many. So Yeah. So anybody who makes it, uh, you know, I applaud. And uh, again, everybody, uh, I can't stress enough how amazing this art is. Just click on the link, go check it out, give it a couple minutes. And, and as Matt and I both said, even if it's not for you or you'd love to join the campaign, but just can't right now, just share it out there on social media. Let's get as many eyes on this thing as possible. Um, you know, the fact that you put so much time and effort into it and then kind of had the rug pulled out from under you. It makes me want to see this thing succeed even more. Uh, you know, just one more reason that I'll definitely be back in it. So uh, as we're winding up here, Matt, I want to thank you again for your time. Um, any last thoughts you want to share with our listeners? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
yeah, just check out that campaign. If, like I said, if, 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 uh, if you're going to support, thank you so much. Um, if you can't, I totally get it, but, um, maybe you can help spread the word. Um, yeah, it's, I don't have anything else really. <laughs> if you want to follow me on social media, I'm on Instagram at Matt draws comics, no spaces. Um, Twitter, it's just my name, Matt Lesniewski. So if you, um, by the time this is live, the, the campaign's already live, but, um, if, you know, if you want other updates, you can follow me there. Um, and thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. My, my pleasure. You man, you're a pro at this. That was my next question was your social medias. You already covered it. So <laughs> uh, I'll put links to the social media in the notes, uh, as always, everybody. So if you're having trouble finding Matt, um, on Twitter or, or Instagram, just go look in the show notes, click on the link, give him a follow. Uh, I'm sure he'll be sharing, uh, you know, progress on, on the, um, campaign. Plus the other thing that I love when you, uh, you creators do these campaigns, when you do the commissions, um, you know, get sharing those as well. Those are always cool little extra things to see. Um, so hopefully you'll do that as well, but, uh, best of luck with the campaign. I uh, hope it's really successful. Remember everybody zoop.gg go to the show notes, click, give it a look. Um, it's definitely worth your time. The art is uh, really amazing. So uh, again, Matt, best of luck. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. And to all you listeners, we'll say thank you as well. We appreciate the support as always, and we'll talk to you next time. You can find the Comic Source Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or whichever podcasting app you prefer. Please tell all your friends about us, subscribe, and rate us. The ratings really help with our visibility and our ability to reach new listeners, especially five-star reviews on Apple. Also be sure to visit us at lrmonline.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover all our other great pop culture content. If you want to email us, the email address is thecomicsourceblog at gmail.com, or you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com forward slash thecomicsource. Do a search for The Comic Source on Facebook and Instagram to follow us on those social platforms. All three spots are great places to find out when we release new episodes as well as follow all our convention coverage. So once again, we want to thank everyone for listening and we'll talk to you next time.